All right, we, there is something we need to talk about. It's pretty What's important. That? What's uh, that, dude? We need to talk about the song Breakfast at Tiffany's by <laughs> Deep Blue Something. Um, well, so here's what I say. All right. We've got a lot in common, a <laughs> lot of things between us, and we're falling apart. And that's but, but, it. But, yeah. but you say. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Uh. So that song came on in Whole Foods today. Uh, of course, like, it came shit, on. I haven't heard Whole that Foods. song in a while, and so I went home and I listened. Well, to wait, did, that, did 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 uh, did uh, Father and Daughter by Paul Simon come up? Oh fuck, I, I don't know. I didn't hear that one. I only heard Breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, it's funny because like that is a song that I only hear at like inconvenient times in my life. I feel like like I'm I'm like at Whole Foods, which is always terrible, or like I'm like. <laughs> At, at you know some kind of like anywhere anywhere that sucks like, I, i'd say it only plays in inconvenience stores <laughs> yeah pretty much uh bad stores stores like walgreens and whole foods and yeah you know. definitely a walgreens song and there's like this guy with a fucking like uh this 45 year old fucking dude with a fucking you know s- spiked hair he's like doesn't this rock remember in the 90s <laughs> no that's not a character <laughs> that is definitely that's definitely a character all right. that that exists in grocery trust me oh okay all right i believe but you i, believe I call you. him the rocker ah do you say sub rocker you say sub he, he he refers to a lot of people's rocker there was a there was actually a guy who I'm describing almost exactly mm. who used to work at the crest market downtown that is now closed I guess. Um, but like every now and again, I'd go in there and I'd always be buying just like day drinking beers. You know, I'd just be buying tall boys and as one does. by the, by the singles, like, you know, like an 8% tall boy like, as you hey, do. How are, we, how are we doing rocker? And I'm like, no, <laughs> just take, take my money and let me leave. <laughs> so, uh, today I, uh, before we were talking, the reason I'm a little bit tardy today is I was watching a. Um, You're always a little bit tardy. <laughs> that's a, that's ableist. <laughs> oh no. Um. <laughs> speaking of which, I was uh, watching a live uh, weed video. And, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, ween. I have I have a lot of feelings about ween. Like I feel like I used to listen to them a lot when I was younger, and then I made a friend who was a really big ween fan, and I kind of stopped. We call them, We call them. those weeners. Yeah, we do. Uh, like ween is kind of like the band that you uh, you listen to when you're like in the mood for like weird owl type music, but you strictly don't want to laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's a great it's way like, of putting it. It's like. Um, they're like they're like proof positive that you're like um mediocre enough songwriters for a long enough time eventually a good jam band will like form around you somehow and like I, I, elevate I feel like you. it's more quantity over quality you know there's just a lot they don't have that many albums though it's just like every album they do is is like something new which i respect in sure. a lot of ways and like i don't i don't hate ween by any means no. I just like I struggle to get Ween. Yeah, for me, Ween like every every. So I also feel similarly about Ween. Like I I like some of the things that I've heard from them. Um, but my problem with Ween is that 
when I attempted to get into Ween and started listening to more of their music, I felt like everything that they put out is like an inside joke with themselves that right, I'm not exactly. a part of. It's like it's like if if uh, DTRM had better production. <laughs> and it's like, but why would DTRM if they had better production would not have a fan base like that? So they, they I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this deserves it. Yeah. No, oh. it's real. Uh, yeah, Ween's an interesting one. They, they definitely are. One second, I'm going to grab my vape pen and I'll tell you uh, what's important about today, January 14th. Yeah. January 14th! So, in honor, in honor, actually, I'm going to take a dab right now. In honor of a birthday boy. Birth? birthday it is i don't know whose birthday boy is well i'll give you a hint stone and drunk completely gone, gone. Uh, oh wow it, it is zach wilde's birthday today you know i that's so weird i didn't know that but i listened to the blessed hell ride in its entirety today <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> and it's weird it's, it's weird how like <laughs> Just because we talk about it so much, we're becoming like fans of Zach Wild <laughs> unintentionally, I think. Dude, okay, so I actually have things to say about the Blessed Hell Ride as an album because I listened to it today, and there are some really good tracks on there, uh, honestly, like uh, unquestionably, but there are also some really fucking stupid songs on there. And one thing, one common theme among the album that I, I remember noticing when I was a teenager listening to it. But what is more apparent to me now is that he talks about getting high in every single song on that album. Yeah, the dude fucking gets high and smokes. Dude, he fucking smokes the chronic constantly. I mean, he's got to because like literally every single song has some line about like being real fucking high. And (laughs) I think that's pretty great. That's nice. It makes me like Zach Wilde more. I hope he's getting high for his birthday. You know, he is. Yeah, he is. Getting high like, in heaven. He's, he's, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, that's what they want you to believe. Zach Wilde was an inside job, okay? Uh, the deep state is wild. The deep state is stoned and drunk, completely gone. <laughs> wow. Illuminati did the blessed hell ride, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, so what, uh, what you been up to? Besides listening to the Z-dubs? Uh, you know, I tried to build, like, a weird light in my bathroom and failed miserably, so then I, like, reused the parts to make a different light, and now I have this light and I have nowhere to put it. I don't know. Uh, Mm. I did that. That was cool. I've been, like, goofing off a lot and made some death metal. Uh, I've been playing a lot of video games because, I don't know... Life is weird right now. You can't go out and do anything. So I'm like, I got to occupy my time somehow. And I don't really like watching TV shows for long periods of time because I just get like bored. I don't know. I can't just sit still for super long periods of time. So I've been like trying to vary up the things I'm doing. So I've been like playing games for a little bit and I'll get up and play guitar for a little bit. And then I'll like Mm -hmm. uh, solder some stuff together for a little bit and then cook something. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm losing my mind, you know. Yeah. Pandemic, well, ongoing. You're, going, you're, you're. I'd say you're just more going um off the rails on the crazy train. Oh yes, that is the technical term. 
the preferred yeah. nomenclature, yeah. if you will, for the, mm-hmm. what I'm experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. I decided to try to grow a beard. <clears throat> oh, yeah? Yeah, so I'm just like, I'm letting this stuff grow out. I'm going to see what happens. I don't know. Are we, are we, I don't are want we, a beard. Like, I actually, like, I'm not, I don't think I'm a beard guy. Like, I don't think. You, you've talked about beard guys a lot, and I actually, I think I wrote a tweet about it the other day or something about how, like, uh, the higher up on your list of like defining features and things you talk about yourself, your beard is the less I want to talk to you. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I do yeah, also I, agree with that. I, I am like kind of cultivating a beard here, but just out of absolute negligence for life. Yeah. I mean, uh, well you got to wear a mask all the time. So you, now's the time to experiment with facial hair. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you know, it's, uh, getting, uh, getting, you getting scruffy. I'm feeling hella scruffy. Scruffy, scruffy. No, it's like it's like an inch long, dude. Nice, nice. I got a, I got a beard going. Hell yeah, we're gonna become beardly fellows, you know. Just well, that's being... not what I want, really. Yeah, it's not really like... what I want either. Like, it's not my look. I don't care. I don't yeah, know. It's just I, I, I typically in life shave like pretty much everything except for the top of my head. But at, at this point, I, um, I've had, like, a lot of back problems in the last few months, so I just, like, stopped shaving, like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? It's fine. Yeah. I don't like it, but whatever. It's better than having, like, constant back pain because I need to shave everything. Sure. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand how that, how those two are correlated, exactly. Um... Basically, like I have sciatica right now, which makes it like very uncomfortable and painful to like gyrate in any way, or like even like tie my shoes or like touch my toes or anything like that. Ah. Like basically anything I'm doing with my lower back makes my left leg hurt all the time. That sucks. I'm sorry. It really sucks. Like the only things that are comfortable are really like lying down. Like even sitting down, I have to get used to the pain of it. For a little bit. Terrible. I hate that. No, it's really bad. It's really Disgusting. Terrible. intolerable. It's it's the worst thing, man. Yeah. I hate that. Well, what's a good yeah. thing you got going on? Um I don't know. Life's life's alright. I got I got <laughs> I got tons of white privilege. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good start for Hell anybody, yeah. Right? yeah. Um gosh, I don't know, man. This episode's going to be a depressing one. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not in a great mood. No, no um, I, I, you know, like here's the thing though. I, I understand. I understand what that's like. You know, and sometimes it's, it's really hard to muster up like positive energy. That's something that I've been dealing with a lot at work lately, honestly. Like because I don't know what it is, but I, I've just become very upset at having to spend what I think is the prime of my life going to work 40 hours a week especially with like the like the situation currently happening with the world right now like mm-hmm. having to put all of that time to just essentially sell that time to someone else um sucks it feels bad dude i like i wake up and i'm like this fucking sucks i hate this like i yeah. just want to be working on my own shit and like not mm-hmm. giving a shit about somebody else's bullshit yeah. but i i have to and it sucks right. Right. I mean, well, you know whose fault that is. Uh, so many people who died Capital- before I was born. <laughs> capitalism. It's yes. just capitalism. It's like, I mean, 
past generation, not, I mean, just post-industrial revolution, like things got really bad. Really bad. And workers' rights got trampled all over. Uh, but before that, like, there was a time where people worked, you know, from like sunrise up until like 2 p.m., something like that. You know, they had all this fucking leisure time and they worked at home, basically. Like, God, imagine like not having any commute. I mean, a lot of people yeah. don't have to imagine that now because they work from home and working from home is great. But honestly, like the working class doesn't work from home. For the, the working part. class is the the majority of America. Indeed. That's correct. And, um, you know, considerations aren't really being made for them in this moment, which is really strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not as much as considerations for, first and foremost, the richest of the absolute rich. We have seen the craziest upward transfer of wealth yeah in insane. the last year it's it's insane and the thing is like the government is doing nothing but facilitating it they're shutting down small businesses by not like paying their expenses maybe paying their workers at best but yeah. you know a lot of these small businesses don't get these you know uh ppp loans and we've seen as... we've seen direct impact here in seattle like a lot of mm-hmm. places that are really important to the art and music scene here in Seattle have closed. A lot of popular places of, that were very, that were this, doing very well. Like, yeah. you know, and, and like, it's, it's really a shame. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if <clears throat> this all <laughs> ends, I don't even think when anymore, but if this all ends, like this place is going to be a very, very different place. Right. Than it was and, before this. <clears throat> And that's got to be true everywhere in the U.S., you know? It's like, unfortunately, the U.K. actually, like, gave money to, like, venues and stuff to keep Mm -hmm. them, you know, keep them above water during Mm -hmm. all of this. And the U.S. didn't do that. No. And as a result of that, like, it's it's projected that, like, 90% of of live music venues are going to close. And... Sure. I mean, I guess like when things start back up again, like that stuff will find a place, but it's not going to be the same as it was. Like the infrastructure yeah. isn't going to be there like it was. We're we're definitely like honestly like a big part of what's happening now is we're seeing like a death of art at yeah. the hands of of corporations, which is something that is, you know, at least it, since the beginning of the 20th century, probably before that has always been a thing. Like you know, because art oftentimes speaks truth to power and corporations are power. And so it's always going to be, you know, an internal fight, but it's... uh Luckily, luckily, one positive oh. note about that is that this is happening in a time where it is easier than it has ever been to create your art yourself and get it out to people using the internet, um, which is really fucking awesome. Like, that's what mm-hmm. we're doing literally right now. We <laughs> certainly know? are. We're... And like... Podcast. We're two white people podcasting. Oh wow! I mean, look at that privilege on display right there. I mean, but but for reals, like we're doing, we're taking advantage of what's available to us in this time and like trying to do something. I think nice with it. Like, there's something to be said for that. Absolutely. Um, Another cool thing is I was thinking actually about a film that I watched with you at uh, the VHS Uber Alley's show. Excellent. Um, Shock 'em Dead. You remember oh, that film? Oh, so good. The rock and roll horror one. Yes. Yeah, that's so fucking good, dude. Yes. Uh, rock, and honestly, 
rock and roll horror has got to be one of my favorite genres. Like, Mm-mm. so so many rock and roll horrors are in my top films. Like, Shock and Dead is fucking great. Uh, Slumber Love, Party Massacre 2 with the Driller yes, Killer yes, guitar. With the Driller Killer guitar is yeah, amazing. Uh-huh, amazing. Um, let's see. Uh, Rockula is out of this world. I haven't world. seen Rockula. One of my favorite. Oh, you got it. We got to watch that, dog. Okay. Me and Beck watched it together and we were in awe. <laughs> uh, it's Fantastic. <laughs> Um, I would say even Tammy and the T-Rex qualifies a little bit as rock and roll horror. Just the vibe of it is so rock and roll. You know ish, what I mean? Ish. Uh, yeah. Or, or also, uh, 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 Return of the Living Dead 3. That one's pretty rock and roll. All those right. films are very We're, thrash. I mean, all, all of the Return of the Living Deads are, I mean, the first two Return of the Living Deads are super punk fuck yeah yeah like they are every character punk. in there is like a punk yeah and like so you know they, they got that vibe for it feels sure. very thrash to me like they're very pizza thrash they're the most pizza thrash of any films i think that's fair that's fair yeah yeah like yeah. if you're a thrash I, kid eating pizza wearing high tops listening to mm-hmm. sacred reich that's a film you want to watch you want to watch the return of the living dead series like you want to watch those films very fucking pizza thrash very pizza thrash indeed um <coughs> yeah um i was also speaking of sacred reich uh you remember mm-hmm. you know encino man i do know classic, classic <laughs> no film. no i've never seen encino man like i'm just i'm just introducing the topic it. i know you know encino man i'm just saying you know, like encino man right okay you're, you're so, not charlie rose spencer like <laughs> We what know what about a, like a Charlie Rose type thing, but it's like about bullshit from the nineties, like Zeno <laughs> Man, Super Mario Brothers, the the movie. <laughs> like, let's talk about that shit. Um, I, I I'm sure like Bob Hoskins was on there at some point. So oh yeah yeah, it's oh, probably, yeah, probably, probably come up. It's probably come up. Yeah. Um, in Encino Man, there's a scene mm. where uh, I think it's like right after Brendan Fraser wakes up. Um, mm. For those who haven't seen the film, I. You should watch it. Um, but for those who haven't seen the film, Brendan Fraser plays an, uh, a caveman who is frozen uh, and then uh, is dug up in the backyard of some California teenager's house. Um, and then he they he thaws out and he wakes up and he's a caveman in 1990s California. It's great. Uh, but anyways, I, there's a scene like right after Brendan Fraser wakes up and he goes into the house and there's a TV just playing something random. And he steps on a remote control, which changes the channel. Um, and he changes the channel a few times, and it goes through a few different things, like a whole bit, right? And it's like him like reacting to the stuff on the TV. Uh, right, right. Well, one of the things that he flips to is the band Sacred Reich, which is a thrash band, um, primarily active in the late 1980s, early 1990s. Um, and it's them playing a cover of Mama Said by LL Cool J. And it's awesome, and that's the only place that that cover exists, I think. Really? It's like in that scene in that film because it's not on the soundtrack of Encino Man and Sacred oh. Reich never released it anywhere. So it's just like in that sequence, which is fucking rad. <laughs> or yeah. I, I could be wrong about them never releasing it, but like I don't, I, I remember it being difficult to find. Um, but yeah. I, I think about that cover a lot and I think about that scene a lot and I think it's rad. <laughs> that's dope as fuck. Yeah, thrash man. What thrash was definitely a thing, and yeah. it, it faded. I mean, it's it's you know a lot of a lot of like genres get really big at some point and kind of fade. Thrash though, gosh, 
Like that oh, yeah. had a real upward tra- trajectory, and there's literally like five thrash bands <laughs> now on major labels, and they're from the '80s. All of them. That that is not accurate. That is not accurate now. Uh, but you're you're not far off. <laughs> I guess I would. Okay. Say. Okay. Wait. Uh, is is there a modern thrash band on a major label? Power Trip. Is that a thrash band? I'm actually not familiar with. You've never listened to Power Trip? Uh, they're really oh. good. Uh, I would oh. recommend them a lot. Um, their second album is particularly good. What are, uh, but who, they're, who, on, are, they're on Metal Blade. Metal Blade's not a major album or major record label. Dude. Yeah, they are. No, I'm talking like Columbia, like like a, a real major record label, like a triple A. Hmm. I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, that's a, like, I guess that's like, a good question. Um, Metal, Metal, Metal Blade is a genre label. Like genre labels, okay. are, none right. of those are considered like big labels, really. Like, like even even like good music owned by Kanye is not really considered major label because it's a genre label. Oh like wait, so I, I I apologize. I was incorrect. Yeah. They're not on metal. They're on Southern Lord. Okay, that's definitely not. That's, that's definitely not a major label. Less. <laughs> um, they're really big. I guess like they're, yeah, they're no, probably no, the you biggest can, you, modern. You can be a really big band. Like I mean, yeah, but not but yeah. on a major label because major labels have no interest in anything that can't, you know, make them yeah. millions of dollars. Yeah, and they're there's not no thrash band not 40, really. that can make them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, totally. it was a thing. Cause like Metallica albums used to like debut at number one and stay there for a while. Like in the eighties, like, yeah. you know, the, uh, fucking master of puppets sold like 12, 14 million copies. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Do the black like, album still sells so many albums? Like, I know. If, oh, like yeah. the, do you realize the black album sells like 10,000 copies of a month? Or something mm-hmm. crazy like that, like still, insane, like no. which is insane. Like what? Who is buying fucking? I mean, the black album in twenty twenty one. It's it's. Let's be honest. It's a good album. Sure. It's it's yeah. I I don't think it's great, but it's so incredibly competent, and it changed everything so much. It did. Like, you know, it's the well, same way. I I think like I, Nirvana. Never mind. Is a good album. Like, so, it's not my favorite album, but it's got yeah. something that changed everything. So here's the thing: like th- that's no. a that's a um that's something that's commonly attributed to the Black Album, right? Like it, no. l- like representing a landmark change. Do you think? It was and and I, I feel like it really does. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying anything against that. I just think that like. I don't know if the Black Album itself necessarily changed everything, or that yeah. it was just like an album that was very representative of a lot of those bands kind of rethinking what they're doing as a result yeah. of things like Nirvana. Yeah. You know, uh, well maybe I guess that, that, that was I don't, before yeah, Nirvana, it was, it was but pretty, like as a result like, of like a lot mind. of, yeah. as a result of the scene changing, you know, man, you think that like, um, Scrooge McDuck or Glomgold had the bigger dick, <laughs> duck dick. That is Scrooge McDuck has an enormously tiny penis. Oh, but Glomgold has to as well, right? Because they're both like super rich. Yeah, they're like fucking. They're compensating with their money. But yeah, like who, what? What? What billionaire do you think actually has the biggest dick? Uh, I mean, Bill they, Gates. Like this Bill is Gates. assuming they all have tiny penises, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But like Bill Gates probably has a pretty normal penis, I think, in comparison, yeah. just because he's like you know like six five or something. So what? like he's not six five. What? What are yeah, you talking yeah, about? Yes. You mean five six? Bill Gates? Yeah. Yeah, Bill Gates is taller than me. No. 100%. Look it up right now. 
I'm eating a cookie. I'm not going to look that up right now. I'm looking it up right now, dog. <laughs> look it up. Bill Gates. If, if Bill Gates is taller than you, that's insane. I think he's like 5'10". Nope. He is... Uh, Wait, what? Shit, I guess he's 5'10". <laughs> <laughs> apparently apparently his, his dad is 6'7". <laughs> I always thought he was like super fucking tall because he could like... Huh. Have you seen that, that picture of him outside of Dick's? He looks tiny. No. Well, I guess it was Bill Gates Sr. that I was always thinking of. Shit. Why was dad really was like 6'7"? That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, how how can a dad be that much taller than his son? That sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd blame it on my mom. I'd be like, fuck you, mom. (laughs) Fuck you for making me short, you stupid bitch. (laughs) Yeah, right? Dad's (laughs) genetics are obviously dope. Like... Steve Jobs was six two though. Yeah, that's that's taller than me. Yeah, wow. I bet I bet Steve Jobs had <clears throat> like a really like thick penis, but it was super smelly, super smelly penis. <laughs> like the smelliest smelly? penis, like intact. sweaty smelly. Well, I mean, like fruitarian sweaty smelly. He didn't like believe in deodorant or really bathing much either. So apparently, he was like the worst smelling dude. Interesting. Yeah. Steve Jobs is weird, man. I mean, I didn't take a shower for a week last week. I took a shower yesterday for the first time in a week. You should probably shower at least once every other day. What? That's too much. Yeah. No, it's not. That's good. Especially I don't know. I shower like once or anyway. twice a week, dude. I don't even Whoa. care. Like, I don't smell yeah. bad. You're welcome to smell me anytime. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't have that's much fair. of a sense of smell, but like maybe that's why I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't, yeah, fuck yeah, okay. Because I'm one of the few people who you hang out with that can be like, all right, I need to leave because like. Well, no, okay, so like oh. when I was living in my car, yes, and I I smelled very bad during that time. Now, now I, these days I actually I couldn't. I actually smell. couldn't really tell because. Oh uh, well, usually I don't I have would, much of a sense of smell. If I was coming smell. over to hang out with you, I would usually try to shower first because I didn't want to be gross when I came over to hang out with you. Well, I appreciate um, that. But, but you know, you know, you could always take a shower here too. Like you don't well, have to I go did. to the YMCA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess so, you did. No yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true. I'm like, no, there there were times like that where like I hadn't showered, and I, I would text you about, yo, uh, yeah, I can come over. Can I shower? You'd be like, yeah, whatever. I don't yeah, <laughs> yeah, I really don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, one sec here. Uh, wait, what the fuck? I thought I already had this up. Oh yeah, I re I restarted. I said, thing. what about breakfast at Tiffany's? She said, I don't know. I what's what the fucking second line of that song? It's so weird. She's like, uh, she said. Well, I remember the film well. I recall, I think, we both kind of liked it. Well, I said, well, that's <laughs> one thing we've got. And so it's it's about them watching... <laughs> I, I know them. what the song's about. It's like the shittiest song. It's like the worst concept for a song. I would, so I would actually like... I mean, I always thought, like, when I was younger, it was about, like, them having breakfast at a place called Tiffany's, right? No. And then I... Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no I know. Yeah. 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 And then, and then I found out it was about them watching the movie, and then I found out it's a book, too. Oh, and uh, now I like to believe it's about them reading the book to each other while eating at a diner called Tiffany's for breakfast. Sure, that's 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 my head cannon now. Yeah, that, that makes the most sense. Occam's razor doesn't. 
what? You know, whatever. Occam's Razor Scooter. That's a great meme page. <laughs> that's that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton Ryan Straw. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 284 albums in his Pike series. And we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. A bucket Welcome, bots, slogs, friends, and bucket heads. This is episode 14 of Getting Head, the Bucket Cast. We finally crossed the threshold, Brit. We're into the 40s now. We're in our 40s in our Buckethead quest. Oh, How's that feel? I, was, I, was, I was very confused there. I'm like, this is episode 14. We're not, we're not. Yeah, we're in the 40s out of uh, nearly 300. So, I mean, um, hmm. That's nothing to Four, shake, a, shake a stick at, though. I mean. There's nothing maybe, to shake a bucket at. Maybe a bucket stick. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you think he, hmm, bucket stick. Bucket stick. No, let's get off that to- topic. I want that. <laughs> that that's that that's bothersome. Is that, do you think that's what he calls his dick? That's why I wanted to not talk about. It. <laughs> um, I'm glad that we were on the same page, though. Like we knew what was going on. We we're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's got to be about his dick. I got. I, the I mean, I'd be thinking stick. about that. if I can do you it know? once, I can do I it say. twice. Y'all cannot handle it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got the bucket stick. Have you ever... Okay. This is my favorite euphemism for penis. Yeah. Ham candle. Ham, I like ham candle <laughs> a lot. I also really like pork sword. It's really fun <laughs> yeah, for me. Too. Yeah, like, I, for some reason, like, 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 pig meat is the funniest <laughs> euphemism as a meat for a penis. I don't know why, like... it. I mean, it's a... That's why I like, like monster hog. Yeah, yeah, you monster know? hog. If, if someone's like, hey, check out my pulled pork spork, I'd be like, whoa, that's great. I love that. I don't even know why. Yeah. It's, it's just sure. a, a pig meat, and I'm okay with this. Yeah, that's just how you, that's the, just the preferred nomenclature for your penis. Yeah, just something something phallic, and then mm-hmm. a kind of pig meat. Like. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, we already talked about what's going on. What you been jerking off to lately, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me. That's that's all we talk about here at Getting Head of Bucket Cast is what we jerk off to. Yeah, hell yeah, getting uh, jerking off and cast dog, a jack and cast. Yeah, <laughs> getting. Yeah, no. Oh, by by um, the way, uh, today at work we were talking about like uh, pumpkins and um, and then we we got on the idea of Jack O' Lantern. I'm like, wait a second, is his full name Jonathan O' Lantern? <laughs> Wait, is Jack go- short for Jonathan? I've never heard that. You haven't? No. Really? Yes, you have. How? John F. Kennedy. Jack Kennedy. You've heard it. I've never heard that. <laughs> you, you've never heard Jack Kennedy? No. From I've John heard F. Kennedy? As John F. Kennedy. Mm. Really? Wow. You've never heard Jack Kennedy? No. I mean, I, I guess you don't really 
pay attention to like historical politics or i mean like i mean i've listened to some history podcasts but like yeah that's you've never heard jack kennedy then that's weird um yeah i don't know no no no, never heard him that way no jack jack comes from either jackie but also jonathan like it originally comes from jonathan which is super that's very interesting yeah my my, uh co-workers and i were talking about the origin of the uh uh uh, the name Dick as a as a, uh, yeah. as a shortened version of Richard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But my coworker thought it was a shortened version of Robert, and we had a conversation about that. And he was like, "Whoa, what the fuck am I thinking?" Like, <laughs> it was really it was weird. Yeah, that's that's dumb. <laughs> he was very wrong. <laughs> I mean, Bick, I guess, because like they got Bob and Bobby out of Robert somehow. But I mean, Robert. And you know the 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 etymology of all that was in Middle English. Um, and so you only find this with with fucking dumb white people names, like they just uh, took names and shortened them. So like the way you get Dick is Richard was shortened to Rich, Rich made Rick, and Rick made Dick. And I don't understand that at all, I'm and I hate not it. Not gonna lie, I don't. I don't. I understand. mean, I, don't I actually. <laughs> I actually do in a way because like I have made stupid nicknames for people just out of spite. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I'll okay. be like, hey, what's up, Spencer? Menser. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, like sponsor Hodge. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I have historically true. called you that a lot. So like if sponsor. Sponsor oh, Hodge also rhymes with monster hog. Just not going to just say it. Sick. Yeah. You love to see it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> monster Hog energy drink. <laughs> Unleash the hog. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta make that a business. Like we gotta we gotta make an organic all natural energy, energy drink, drink. called good. Monster Hog. Yeah, okay. And like the lawsuit alone that Monster will bring to us will give us <laughs> enough fame to at least make some VC money off of it before totally cutting out and moving to some pan-Asian island country. Wonderful. I mean, like, that sounds like the dream, honestly. That's, that's the American dream at this point, is uh, fucking making a risky, weird investment and kind of dropping out on it like a con before anyone notices. Oh, yeah. And then just, like... Running just away. To, no one can sue me because now I'm a dual citizen of Indonesia. Thank you very much. Like, Oh, you'd love to see that. Love it. Love it. Hell, yeah. That's Indo- the business. Indonesia right sounds pretty good, though. Like, Thailand is pretty cool, though. I want to go there. Never been there. Want to mm. go there. Could be mm. pretty rad. I mean, you've listened to One Night in Bangkok, though, right? So you oh, kind of yeah. get it. <laughs> Murray, yeah, Murray, Murray Head's a pretty good tour guide, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd agree not, with that. not as good as a tour guide as Buckethead, though. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Mr. Head. Mr. Head, indeed. We listened to three Buckethead albums. Wait, Maybe. no, don't, don't. Shut up, shut up, shut up. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> Rit. Rit. <laughs> Spencer. I'm never gonna remember. Also, you almost you almost did. There was a there was a six second delay on you not being a dumbass today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, Britt. Um, can you do me a favor? Yeah. And lay on a bucket fact, please. Bucket fact, 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 bucket fact. Said what about bucket and facts? <laughs> he said, throw it on. Tell me that bucket fact. Uh, <laughs> I said, well, that's nothing we've got. Can the can the name of the episode be Breakfast at Bucketheads? Oh, I said, <laughs> yeah, Breakfast at Bucketheads. I can do that. One sec, let me write that down before I forget it. What do you think Buckethead would make us for breakfast if we hung out at his house? Oh, man. He has, like, he has a lot of, like, microwave-type meals and stuff. <laughs> um, I imagine, I mean, he's got a, he's, um... <laughs> he's got a lot of microwave meals. Yeah, no, no. You know, you know, he he's, like, I think he might have given up on having a refrigerator, and now he just has a giant chest freezer. <laughs> right? I feel he only eats like microwave meals. Yeah, dude. I don't. That's a dark, I mean, <laughs> a dark perspective mm, on Buckethead. No, I mean you know, <laughs> no stuff, stuff that you can like you know store for a long time and heat up though. Like I, I don't feel like he's a. I go to the grocery store every type every day for like fresh ingredients type of guy, right? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, he could be. I could for see, all I know, yeah. he could be like a strictly like organic vegan he actually seems like he could be that too honestly like if, if maybe yeah i don't know yeah i I, don't I, I could actually super imagine that that he just goes out without the mask maybe like in a ponytail no one fucking recognizes him obviously and uh you know he's got like his toyota prius in california and so he's like Does he, he fits live in with california? everyone else i don't even know where he lives yeah he still lives in california yep absolutely where uh, pretty close to where he grew up, uh, from what I understand. Uh, at least, like, um, so people get stuff um, mailed to them from him because he sells a lot of stuff, like personally, um, on his uh, website, and like the postal codes and stuff, and the return address stuff is always from like around the same place in California, San which is. Which San Mateo or something? I don't, I don't remember. I'm not even going to look up right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's somewhere know. in SoCal, like uh, LA-ish. I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I derailed us here. I do want to know what our... I do actually have a bucket fact today. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a minor one, but one that I found pretty interesting, uh, especially okay. because the guitar is really cool. So, um... In 1991, Buckethead collaborated with a guitarist and composer named Henry Kaiser. He's actually very good, and you should uh, check him out um, okay. on an album called "Hope You Like Our New Direction." Um, and like as a gift for like working with him in this collaboration, and because he was like so impressed with him, Kaiser gave Buckethead a uh, custom Steinberger GS guitar. Oh, um, which is absolutely amazing. Like it's this beautiful guitar with like this splatter paint job, almost like a looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. I, I'd recommend looking it up right now while I'm talking about this. Okay. Look up uh, Kaiser's Gift, K A I S E R. Um, and so in bucket lore, it's become known as Kaiser's Gift because it was given to him by a guy named Henry Kaiser. Um, apparently, it was used in the recording of oh, practices. Shit. 
Yeah, that's a sick guitar. It's yeah, a, it's right? got like a like a swirl paint job. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Okay, it's, so yeah, it's, a, it's, it's like a swirl dip type guitar. It looks like it. It almost looks like an Ibanez. Like that's interesting. Yeah, it yeah, definitely, very... definitely. It's it's very like eighty or maybe like a, a really heavy heavily modded Charvel or something. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an Ibanez, it, a Charvel. Like a, yeah, like, it's got that very look yeah, the small. That's a really like cool the, looking guitar. Actually, right, I really like, like the, that. the the late eighties, uh, very small cutaway maybe slightly contoured type of metal guitar that was kind of ubiquitous, but with a really fucking cool paint job, really cool neck on it. Cause Steinberger is like always had cool necks. Um, you know, they were like one of the progenerators of the, the, the headstockless guitar where like the tuning pegs and the way you tune the guitar was on the heel of the guitar, uh, essentially the bridge. Well, they, they yeah. kind of had a separate bridge mechanism, but like, they were kind of the same thing, which was cool. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, get, I, get, I put Steinberg GS into reverb just to mm -hmm. see what would come up. Right. Only one guitar came up. You want to guess how much it is? It's in really good condition. I guess uh, I, I'm going to guess like four thousand. You're you're not far off. Uh, uh, Thirty two hundred. Yeah. So I can't imagine how much the one owned by Buckethead was. Right. Well, I mean, at the time, I can't imagine that they were that much. They oh, exactly, exactly. Like but but now, 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 like if yeah, if, if if this one is like a couple grand, like the buckethead, the one owned by Buckethead is gonna at least fetch like ten thousand dollars. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's um, a so totally different thing. Right? Although, um, to him, so know? it was used on uh, the transmutation, <clears> as I said. Um, oh, really? But. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, it was uh, used on uh, Praxis's 1992 album Transmutation, apparently, and uh, it's even included on like the promo photos, like in a booklet. Um, but nobody has ever seen him play the guitar live. Uh, in August of 2002, the guitar was given away in a contest on Buckethead's website. However. The name of the recipient was never announced, and it was never mentioned again, but apparently on some, like, YouTube channel somewhere, there's a picture of the guy with the guitar. And so, it's still kind of a mystery to this day, where Kaiser's gift remains. Interesting. Because, like, yeah, there's a picture here of Buckethead holding the guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a sick ass guitar, right? The sick guitar, yeah. Uh, yeah, like the the Steinberger GS shape and everything is really really cool. It's a really yeah, it's cool a fucking design. sick guitar. Very right, right. very neat. Mm -hmm. Very cool guitar. Yeah, but we did listen to three albums two this week. Two yeah, weeks, we did. Two Hell yeah. yeah, Pikes huh. number forty, forty one, and forty two. Hell yeah, coat of charms, <clears throat> wishes, and backwards chimney, respectively. Hell yeah. Mm hmm Well, uh, Pike number 40, Code of Charms. I actually, I liked this record a lot. This was a, this was a bug, this Buckethead making post-rock. Yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm here I mean, for it, was, it. It was, yeah, it was post-rock, but like, I mean, just melodic and some metal. It was some post-metal. Okay, well, here's the thing. Let's check this yeah. out. So like this record, it starts off like very post-rocky. It starts mm -hmm. off very like yeah. clean oh, guitar yeah. the, with the, delay. So the first two you know. tracks we should probably mention are pretty much entirely clean. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one though is a guitar with a ton of delay on it. Mm -hmm. uh, that's Hall of Aluminum, and then the second song. That's also of, a common theme among 
all three of these records is guitar with delay. That's true. Specifically, uh, clean guitar with delay. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. And also, uh, and then uh, track two, Code of Charms, is almost more specifically a guitar with a lot of reverb. And there, there, there's a lot of both reverb and delay on, I think, all three of these albums. More delay on all three, uh, but definitely tons of reverb on uh, Pike 40, Code of Charms, and Pike 41, Wishes. Certainly. Um, um, so it gets heavy in part four. Um, no, I, or- I'd say it gets heavy-ish in part three. So um, at part three, it turns into a series called Jettison, and I've actually seen it broken up into Jettison Part 1, 2, and 3, but also Jettison Part 1 through 6. Yeah. So I'm not um, the sure. The one I listened to was Jettison Parts 1 through 6. And that's the one I saw on YouTube, but uh, when going back and actually like looking at some track listings and stuff from other people who reviewed it, uh, there were only three parts. And so interesting. I don't know exactly how we're going to talk about this, but uh, for me, like the first two tracks, it was like the Jettison Part 1 was kind of a psychedelic metal thing. Uh, and then it was kind of the same thing, but it got a lot softer at the end for Part 2. And so that was probably like just Jettison Part 1 for you. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. Um, but I, I, I felt like when it does start to get heavier, I mm-hmm. personally felt like it was earned in this album. And I, and I liked the progression from the like softer and more mellow stuff to the heavier stuff. And it gets a little softer again. Um, I liked that. I felt like that progression was really nice. And as a result of it, it had like a very good and consistent atmosphere. Yeah. I'd say it wasn't too abrasive, but honestly I thought it was kind of boring. Like it it progressed very slowly. The thing is, is like, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong, Mm -hmm. but it's also like very in keeping with the mold of like bands like this will destroy you. Like, honestly, like I listened to that album and I was like, this could have been a this will you this will destroy you album like like or this could be like a band like that, like one of those like post rock bands. because They they all kind of make music that's very akin to this, like very, very mellow and it builds up. Yeah, I feel like a heavier thing or maybe maybe Um, like a Mogwai album or something like that. Yeah, totally. You know, Um, and like I was impressed by Buckethead's ability to do something like that. Like I was I listened to this and it very much felt like it could be a release by like a post rock band. And I thought it was cool. It was nifty. All right. Um, Yeah. So for me, it it was it was all right. It was. uh, Yeah, it did have a progression to it, but it it was pretty slow for me. Thought it wasn't too eventful and not thrilling. And so <coughs> I'd say in Buckethead Land, it would be a good album for like the water ice stand. Sure. I could see that. Maybe. I also thought like maybe um, if there's like a uh, a room for people to like chill out in, like an area where it's like in the shade or there's like couches to sit down at yeah. like some place where you like you're you're getting out of the like craziness and you're so chilling I'm, out i'm gonna be honest uh and i'm gonna segue here that's pretty much exactly how i felt about pike 41 wishes because yeah this all, it's pike very 41 much wishes the same kind of trajectory for sure not re- i mean this one is just slow and repetitive for the whole album 
So I I really tracks. liked both of these. Like I really? like Pike forty and forty one. I really I really actually, liked both of them. I did <clears> not <throat> like either. Uh, and like I I don't uh, disagree with what you're saying though. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just saying I did appreciate that atmosphere. And, and like and I think that what what a lot of that is mm-hmm. it comes down to perspective, right? Yeah. You know, and what you're looking for out of out of one of these experiences. True. Um, yeah. I I I did come out of listening to both of them feeling impressed at Buckethead's ability to continue to put out music like this. And I guess so. It, what I what I mean by like this is is we're now we've listened to 42 of these albums and we I have. genuinely feel like they are different. Like like he does a lot of different things and he's and it's all like competently put together music yeah. and like that's impressive. Like, it, I'm starting it, to feel very like at, at the same time I can definitely put together like categories of albums. Like this is yes, for I, sure. I, I'd say I'd say honestly his albums really fit into about six or seven different molds at this point. Yes, I, I call and, this one bucket post. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, po- post bucket. Post bucket. Yes, um Post bucket is good. Uh, I like uh-huh. post bucket. I like it a lot better than like a funk metal bucket. I'd say yes. I agree. The, my yeah, favorite, I my favorite bucket though is I think the rarest bucket so far, which, which is um, com- complete like ambient bucket. Oh, like, you mean noise pi- bucket or like? I know. I, I mean, I mean Pike thirteen bucket. Like which? Okay. I'd say I would differentiate that from noise bucket because noise yes. bucket is more like um the like Halloween pu- pumpkin and pikes. Yeah, which are very noisy and cool, and I like them a lot. And they're on they're, my they're probably, definitely outliers. Yeah, yeah, they're they're maybe on my top ten though. I like those both a lot because they're like, I mean, not just like, hey, I'm good at guitar, the album. And I'm like, mm, that's 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 fine. Like, lots of people are great at guitar. I want to hear what you have to say, Buckethead, but you yeah. don't talk. I want to bucket hear what you have to bucket say. Straight up, dog. Um, you know, you know, totally. And, and like, that's, it's funny that you bring that up because that's something that I was thinking about too. Mm-hmm. Like he is diverse in, in, in the amount of, in, in the, like the, the types of music that he puts out, but, but we can, at this point, having listened to as many as we have, we can definitely start to categorize them in, in individual, like different styles, right? There's like the mm-hmm. power slash speed metal bucket head stuff. There's like the sludge buckethead stuff where it's like very down tuned we we see a little bit of that in the next one in pike 42 um for sure but there's also even a little bit of that stuff in yeah. pike 40 when and it starts to get actually, heavy because would, he would, again uses his baritone guitar i would actually one. like to point out that uh pike 41 is the first pike in which i know we hung out the day it was released oh interesting tell me more it was your 25th birthday dog oh really Oh fuck! Yeah, was that the year I gave you the fucking Ferengi head lunchbox? No, I think that was your twenty sixth. Okay, maybe I don't remember a lot of that that time very well. I, I believe because... the, I believe your twenty fifth. You were still living at the Monty House. Okay, before you were living with Emmy in that place, and that weird dude who only ate oil came over. <laughs> Which is when you gave me the Ferengi head lunchbox. That was and, when I was living in in shoreline right, the, right well that was the that was when i was living on my own with just emmy yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah it was just emmy and then that weird guy who who only yeah. ate oil came over and <laughs> uh i gave you some knives and yeah. you gave me a ferengi head lunch box i still have those knives they're great 
The great knife. Oh, you have that fucking... I wish I would have actually given you my other bread knife. I think I gave you the better bread knife. It's a really um, nice bread knife. I it's a really, really nice like bread it. knife. Yeah. You know, and actually, that's the only one I don't have. I, I hate that I don't have that one, but I can't get it back at this point, and it sucks. Oh, Emmy, Emmy has that bread knife? Yeah. Let's... Yeah. Uh. Dog, it's good. I got you. I'll get you Sorry. a bread knife. No, it's good. I'll get you a bread knife, dog. You know, I need to eat more fucking bread, dude. I love bread so much, you're, but I never eat bread. Vegan. Like, you I, have like, to it's just, eat I bread. never have it. And then, like, sometimes I like to make it, but even when mm. I do that, it's like it's always for like a very specific purpose. I don't know. Mm. I need to make more bread. I think. Mm. Uh, anyway, so um, track by track, this album's not bad. It just like no. goes on a little bit long, and honestly, track three, "The Sky Is Heavy," <sighs> it's too long. Too long I, I really like that track though. That track is good. <coughs> it's like a good post rock song. It, I mean, you're right. It is too long. Like it's very yeah, long. It's it's um, it's it's fifteen I, I minutes did long. Like it. I did enjoy it. Would be, it. I thought it, it was would, fun. I, I feel like if you like bands like This Will Destroy You or yeah, you know it, th- this you know, album uh, would have been a great uh, twenty minute album, album, not a thirty post- minute album though. Like it's it's a little too long, I'd say. Sure. I mean, yeah. and that and that's fair, but that's how I feel about a lot of <laughs> those post-rock bands you know so it's like what i agree with what you're saying but also like i don't necessarily feel like that's a knock against it like it's yeah. just it's it's in that style and mm, i don't know for what it is I, I think it's pretty good and what it is is a very over long dramatic post-rock song that's about right yeah and it's it's slow soft uh the the sky is heavy is definitely the most dramatic of Three, oh four, yeah yeah that's my, that four. one was my favorite one even yeah. though like i do agree yeah it's too mm. long and it's like yeah uh, it's very over dramatic but mm. i don't know it, it works for the style and yeah. it, it's a fun track i i would i didn't like this one as much as pike 40 i think pike 40 is better because mm. of the the transition between like soft and then heavy mm. uh but this one is all pretty much all soft but it's not it's not super soft it's not like ambient soft it's just mm. like soft and a lot of like repeated a lot of repetition i feel that yeah um yeah i'd say um as a soundtrack in Bucketheadland, headland it would be really good uh for the daycare center i thought and that too that's when, actually literally what i wrote down like wow, that's I, really that's funny wow, i thought like that's, that's any kind of like yeah. child care area yeah yeah yeah. i said the daycare center because it's like i don't know that there's a a certain level of playfulness but calmness to the entire album like there's Definitely a calm. There's no point in the album where I feel like it would really aggravate a child or like put them in a bad mood. And yeah. so I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is something like that. I feel like Scott would put on at, at when we worked uh, with childcare at the YMCA together. Yeah, honestly, sure. and 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 like he was good at like chilling kids out. Like he was a good childcare dude. I was okay. I didn't really care about kids. I hate kids actually. So like there was like four kids who I was like, yeah, you're fucking a nerdy queer you're sick let's hang out uh but the rest of the kids i'm like man you like your dad because he's in the army shut up fucking you do <laughs> dude i knew a kid like that his name was evan when i was mm-hmm. growing up and he, oh, yeah. he was one of my friends in elementary school we all know a kid like that like a kid who's obsessed with hunting and you're like what <laughs> oh i did know kids like that but no like this kid evan he was super sick but uh his dad was in like the military and he became like obsessed with that. He was like obsessed. He was like, I want to be in the military, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that sounds lame, dude. Like, why do you want to do that? And he was just, like, his dad was like super fucking military. And I found out that he did fucking end up joining the military, like, which is 
disappointing, dude. I don't know. I don't like it when people decide to breed and then make more of themselves. Like, it's, it feels gross. I don't know. Yeah. It does. Pike 42. Backwards Pike. gym. <laughs> um. Yeah. Totally. That's a great segue. Perfect segue. Shut up. Um. I mean, what, what what do you want? Uh, yeah, no, totally. Um, heavy, heavy sludgy tones. You know, yeah, um, it's melodic. It was, it was, it's, it was it's, definitely it's heavier. A, yeah, it's mostly distorted guitar, unlike uh-huh. the the previous two records. There, there's, um, I mean, so yeah. there there are clean parts in almost every song. Sure, uh, but there are actually. I, I think I think there actually are distorted every, parts in yeah, every song. I th- actually, I think every song record. has a clean part. No, every everyone does, uh, according yeah. to my notes. Um. It's it's pretty good. It's very riffy. Uh, uh-huh. There's a solo in most songs as well. There's some pretty good solos actually. Um, it's it's very restrained. I would say like when it when there when it does build to a solo, it's mm-hmm. earned. It it's is. Not, it's not yeah. too much of the Wheatley Wheatleys, you know. No, it's it's a little more bluesy. I think in general, a little more like emotive, a little more of the Buckethead does, um, bu- uh, Guns and Roses type of thing. Bucket leads. Bucket leads, yes, indeed. You love, you love bucket, leads. bucket leads. Bucket leads. Bucket leads. Bucket leads. Bucket leads. Yeah. Um. It was. It was. Uh, I actually. So I like this album by far the most out of the three. I'm gonna be honest. It had a. Um. It was groovy. It had a very southern vibe to it. Like. Yeah. Uh. It. It did a lot of like root. Low fifth. And then like high second, high fourth. And that's like a very fucking southern thing. Like a very like almost banjo thing to do. Uh and he did he did like some cool kind of picking in here where I wasn't sure if he was like finger picking or like flat picking or what exactly he was doing. But he was he was doing some cool guitar stuff here and there. Yeah, totally. Um yeah, yeah there there's some uh there's some baritone guitar on here. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I I'm, I I think most of his albums have exclusively or just a lot of baritone guitar. Uh, and, I wouldn't say most. Even this album, I I feel like this album is only about half baritone guitar. Um, yeah, well, I mean, especially when he gets like riffy and chuggy in any way, I feel like it. It's when he's playing clean. That's a lot of E and E flat standard for sure. Especially when he's playing nylon string, I think that's exclusively E standard. Um, but when he just gets into metal stuff, like a lot of it is B standard, E standard. I mean, E flat standard. You know, it, it gets it gets chuggier. The chuggier yeah. gets, the lower he tunes in general. I think chugging. You gotta say chugging. Let me ask you a question real quick. When What's you that? say like. Chugga 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 choo choo. Yeah. How many chuggas do you do? Honestly, I'm a two pump and dump. Chugga chugga choo choo. I can respect that. It feels like too short though. I I can also I will also do a six chugga, but a four. Yeah, see, I'm mostly four, a six chugga. Four four doesn't work for me. A uh, chugga 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 choo choo. That's just I don't like, like that. See, yeah, that feels no, no, like straight, neither straight too no, short no. or too long. No, like, no, it's like, like somewhere in between. It's weird. So, and th- this is exactly how I have sex too. Like, if I actually like respect and like the person, I'm a I'm a six chug. Maybe I'm a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chug. You're a six pumped up. 
No, no. <laughs> I played the fifth, Your Honor. <laughs> You love uh, to pump it. You love to dump it. Six, 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 pump, dump. You know what I'm saying, dog? That's what uh, that Children of Bodom song Six Pounder is about. <laughs> I don't a even ring, know ring, that ring, song. Ring, 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 ring. Banana bone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding Banana bone. It's no baloney. It ain't no phony. Cellular, manular phone. Don't need quarters. Don't need dimes to call a friend of mine. Don't need computer or TV to have a real good time. You see, y'all. Co- All right, I'm I'm done. Um, Raffi is amazing. Raffi, and I can't stress this enough. Fucks. Raffi fucks, dude. Raffi fucks harder than any motherfucker you know. You know, so uh, early in uh, in 2020, like, as soon as, like, the George Floyd stuff started happening and, like, yeah. protests started happening, mm-hmm. Raffi started going hard on his Instagram, personal Instagram, on posting pro-Antifa content. Yes. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take a political stance here. Oh wait, yes I am. Fascists fascists suck. Raffy fucks. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I love that. Straight that's up. That's 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 what we need to chant at rallies from now on. Yeah, dude. Fascists suck. Raffy fucks. I mean, I don't think that should be politically divisive in any way. Um. Really, it shouldn't. Like we no. all grew up on Raffi. We all grew. We all. We all can agree that the more we get together, the happier we'll be. Because your friends are my friends, and my friends are your friends. Hello, zebra. Hello. Zebras. Zebras. Yeah. Both of our friends, and that's why we're still friends. Is because I have a cat. That's the only reason. Yeah. We, I have a cat, and we do a podcast together. Otherwise, we're uh, yeah, mortal mortal enemies like seeds and watermelon. Wow. Okay. That's why they made them seedless, Spencer. How do you feel about people that put salt on watermelon? How do you feel about me, Spencer? Like. Look, like I'm not judging. I'm just curious. Like that's that's a thing. Like I've had it. It's okay. Like I, I understand I, the appeal I, I of it, salt, but it's not a thing I could do every time. I salt it's, most of my melon, and in fact, most of the raw fruit that I eat, I will salt. Okay. Have you ever put salt in beer? That's an old man thing. I've done it, it is once. an old man thing. I know. I, I, I've done it, it once is. to try. I put some salt in the hams, and I was like. <laughs> wait, wait, what'd you say? I, I put some salt in a hams, a hams beer. You ever <laughs> That's had a an hams? old man beer. Exactly. Because <laughs> I was like, this is an old man beer, and like old men salt their beer. Yeah, so they do. Maybe, maybe this is something I should try. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Bro, okay, so in Anchorage, Alaska, there's a bar mm-hmm. called the Peanut Farm, which I'm sure you've been or you're familiar with. I'm familiar with it. 
Um, I've actually never and been I went there with my with my cousin once, mm. and we were there like eating sweet potato fries. That place had some hella good sweet potato fries, and yeah. I was there eating sweet potato fries and drinking a beer with my cousin. And there was an old man there pouring salt into his beer, and we were like, Love "What it. the fuck's up with Love salty it. beer over here?" Like, oh, um, what, old man, what? salty beer shit. What the fuck is that? Was it the VFW wasn't open that day, or like? <laughs> I've that, never that, had a salty beer, and I don't know if I can. Like, it sounds terrible. Like, I've had I had garlic beer once at a garlic festival in uh, so, like so, Oregon somewhere. So, so the idea behind salted beer is like it's what makes cheap beer taste a little bit better, or at least okay. like it dehydrates you a little bit more, so you can like kind of get drunk faster because it makes you more thirsty. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It 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 weirds me out too. I, so you I, did try it though. You put some some salt I in the did. hams. What happened when you put the salt? In? Did you finish the hams? Yeah, yeah, I drank it. It just tastes like a saltier. Be- it's a little bit more flavorful, and like the hot profile pops a little bit more. But like in this day and age, like you can find the beer that you want that like complements your taste. And so this is true. I mean, back I, I guess like back in the sixties and seventies, that privilege did not exist because like you know you go to any bar and they probably have like three beers on tap, maybe like a beer. Like Budweiser, Brit. Bud Light, and maybe a local beer at best. Brit. Yeah. Brit. What are bars? They're the place you go to kill the pain. But now, if you go to bars, they're the place you go to die. <laughs> so. I mean, like. Yeah. <laughs> Hate yeah. to see that. Yeah, you do. You do. And it's like It was fun to be able to go out to bars, you know? Like I, exactly, I do yeah, no, I weirdly love, enough, I like love despite bars. the fact that like I, I'm I guess friends it's with so a many bartenders. amount of time yeah. in bars. I mean, but there are certain bars I've spent a, a good amount of time in. Yeah. But I, I miss that experience of just being able to like yeah. just go sit in a place I mean, and yeah. drink a beer. You you, you had you your know? birthday in a bar one time at least. What? You had your birthday in a bar one time at least. Yeah, I did have yeah. my birthday at a bar, and it was such a good experience. It was a great yeah, experience, and like that yeah. was awesome. It was fantastic. It was, it was actually let, let's talk about that real quick though, because it was super weird. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, because like I mean, it was great, but it was weird for I guess like some people. I don't know. Well, well it wasn't no, weird you, for me. I didn't give a shit. Well, yeah, because well, but you had literally just two types of you. You have two types of friends. You have your work friends true. who are uh-huh. normie as fuck, and then so you have normie. like. You have your fucking weird goth and metal friends, which are like the in complete inverse in like the in every respect, and like, right. and it's super. They're like the the weirdos of the weirdos, you right. know? Because I feel like so so you had like uh like several tables pushed together, enough space for like maybe 12, 14 people or something like that, and literally half of us on the uh, the west side of the building. Were the weird metalheads, including you, yeah. and the other half were your Apple friends, yes. and uh, we were just all Don't... knew how to separate. It was like a middle school dance at your birthday party. It was weird, dude. Yeah, because um, because here's the thing: you didn't really hang out with your work friends too much. Uh, I know. Well, that's because I got too high. Like I yeah. ate a bunch of edibles right before, and I got and that, like real fucking high. And that's and I was the like, thing. I'm just gonna sit here like, and talk to whatever. Yeah, all your weird friends are like also high with you, and probably all your normie friends have maybe like hit the dab pen twice, and they're like, oh, "I'm so high, dude." And- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's like 
so that's the thing, you know. It's like I I respect those relationships I have with with my normie friends mm-hmm. uh, because like they're nice people and I like no. them, you know. Honestly, no. like no. Uh, that that being said, though, like we definitely don't have the kind of connection that I have with you or the other people that were hanging out on that side of the table. You know, it's like because those people are very much like my people. You know, like the no. fucking weirdos that I love hanging oh, out yeah. with. You know, it's like it talking yeah. about like weird geeky bullshit. Oh yeah, um, you know. Uh, but it was more like, I was like, I'm going to have a birthday and I'm just going to invite everybody I know to a bar and I want to see what happens. And it, as it turns out, interesting, no one from my work and no one from my outside of work life want to interact at all. <laughs> so, no, because like, like, that was a lesson there's hard no moment. like, I mean, and it, I, like, I appreciate that you like brought us all to a metal bar to see if like maybe we, some of us have metal in common. So, but so that was the other idea, right? Like, I mm. held my birthday at a vegan metal bar, so I was like, that's gonna filter out a lot of people. Like, the yeah. people that do show up are gonna be mm. people that are either like cool enough to kick it with my metal friends, or they're just gonna be like they don't mm. care enough. And that that was yeah. honestly the case. Like, so yeah. all of my work friends had a great time because they just hung yeah. out with themselves and got exactly. Drunk. And it yeah. was great. And like That's they cool. all, were all like, hey, that was rad. Like, thanks for inviting us out. We all got yeah. drunk and it was great. Yeah. And so, like, whatever. <laughs> and it's a cool experience for them because they get to a bar to go to a bar that they would never go to on That's their own volition. True. Like, none They're of like, those people would oh, this, have ever this is gone cool to Highland. And, and like, oh, wait, the- a Rainier only costs $3? whoa like, yeah it was kind of like that, cool that kind of experience. like yeah. one of my friends was like yo the beer's really cheap here and i was like yeah dude mm-hmm. fuck yeah <laughs> it's a fucking it metal chill. dive farm what are you have you never been to one of these like yeah like i, I mean they, go to they go to the bars, Ave, you know, they're, they're normal oh, but like they're fucking nice ass people like i love yeah. the people i work with they're great as fuck but like they are like very yeah, they were, they were nice they were not toxic <laughs> like, they were so just I, like I out of place sometimes yeah. at work but like when i do people are like oh 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 wow listening to some music down here huh <laughs> God. Did, did you play the blessed hell right at, no you were off today so you didn't play the blessed hell right at work uh dude that'd be funny yeah no dude, I, I, I i could get away with playing i can get away with playing whatever i want at work honestly but i mean same uh, here well so so the thing i'm doing now at work is um I have a I have a desk like kind of in the back hallway like so the back hallway is like a big L shape and uh-huh. my desk is literally in the crux of that L so people are walking past it all day every day uh-huh. and since November um I have just been using my Plex server with like my enormous collection of weird movies and I have just been playing weird movies without sound on my computer while I'm not at my computer <laughs> That's awesome. And so everyone just walks past and like, it's now like a topic of discussion. People will just like stand there and be like, what's happening here? <laughs> like, like ask me about the movie and like, you know, sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's weird, but it's always great. And like, I don't even screen these films. Sometimes there's like just gratuitous violence and nudity and sex. And, cool. um, I don't care. Cool. And that's that's the place I'm at with my work, which I really appreciate. At the same time, you got to make this life livable. They're doing layoffs right now, and I might be like one of the next in line for layoffs. So I might be laid off soon. It is. I mean, it is what it is. You know, Uh, at least right right now with how things are politically, like I'll be covered kind of financially for a while if I do get laid off. But you know, we'll see. Um, My my business has just been. 
very poorly managed. Um, not historically. I mean, the business has been around for like 35 years, but um, in the last while, bad. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so anyways, um, Buckethead is a guy. Gives me some bucket feelings. Buckethead, should we refer to him as a guy? Like, do we know that Buckethead wants to be referred to as male? We don't. And, and I brought this up before. You remember? Yeah. I was I like, hey, did, I don't know what, how do, uh, yeah, how do we he, yeah, I mean, he has referred to himself as he before. So, okay. so perhaps. Um, but also, it's always been, I think, in a third person context. Because when he is referred to himself as he, it was when he was using the puppet to do interviews. And he was talking about himself in the third person. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Wait. At this point, you're really gonna say weird. <laughs> I mean, have you have you watched any of these interviews, like the MTV interviews he's done? Yeah, like, I have actually. Not in a long time, but yeah, I have. Yeah, there, there's something. They um, are. but backwards chimney. Uh, I don't think we ended this quite yet because no. we didn't talk about the soundtrack, did we? No, we didn't. The what would. What do you think would be a good track for, dog? Uh, you know, based on like the sludginess of it, I would say any kind of like uh ride that's that's like a a tour through something, you know, where it's like kind mm-hmm. of a ride, kind of just like you're in a cart going through a thing and like absorbing some kind of like small narrative. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and so uh, go ahead. I get I get that. Like I, I found I found it was definitely like very soundtracky for like a trip through something, but it was very like deserty in a way, right? I could say deserty or swampy. Either so, oh, either works. Swampy too. And so, so honestly, like based on what I got from the album and then also the track titles, I think this would be a great soundtrack to a western about um, Batman being like exiled from from fucking. Uh, metropolis wait metropolis wow no gotham gotham sorry (laughs) leave that in don't edit it i won't i won't you need the Um, world to understand because because the first track is called west of arkham and arkham is both like an island i mean it's basically like long island that also the long island for gotham that also hosts their uh mental asylum slash prison um and you know have you played any of the like the Arkham games? I have, yeah. I beat uh Arkham Asylum. That mm-hmm. was a good game. I liked that a lot. You Arkham, Arkham City, City I never beat, but I did play a lot of it. I only beat uh, Arkham I did not City. play Arkham I... Origins, and then I played quite a lot actually of Arkham Knight, but I did not finish it. Really? Okay. I, so like I'm at, I'm at like the, the end of that game too. Yeah. Like I should go back and finish it. You should, like, I got I played that really good games. They're really good games. Yeah. I mean, I mean, all of I, I'd say all of the Arkham games are good. Yeah, like some are better. I, I'd say Arkham City is the best by far. Uh, did you I play Arkham Knight? Though? Are, it's really good. I think I might have started on Arkham Knight. Um, That's like the the one that came out in twenty fifteen. Those the third one, right? It went yeah, Arkham that, Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. Is that no right? Arkham <laughs> Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Origins, Arkham Knight. Oh, then I definitely never played Arkham Knight. I don't think I even played Arkham Origins either. So yeah. I, I, I beat Arkham City. I played Arkham Asylum a little bit, but I didn't really care too much. 
Hey, Arkham City was so good. Arkham City it was, was such sick. a good game. It was so it was good. Really the mechanics fun. were great. The the um God, the combat system was so smooth. It's yeah, it's fun, right? Mm-hmm. It yeah. Good. You yeah. should check out Arkham Knight. Uh you can get it on sale on, on the PlayStation store for like literally like two or three dollars. Like mm. it's very cheap. And it's really good. I mean, I don't play many video games, but maybe I should. You never know. I, I, I like Whatever. I mean now, like what else are you gonna <sighs> fucking do? I mean, make podcasts and jerk off. Oh yeah, yeah, that's too. Uh, jerk off. What while we do you're every night, podcasts. Pinky. Listen to me talk while you jerk off. I guess is what I'm saying. I'll try to provide you with a soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> you need some. You need some JOIs, brah. <laughs> give you some instructions, brah. <laughs> one homie to another. So let's. Let's talk about JOI. All right. <laughs> so, jerk off instruction yes, is critical. In, in my opinion, the funniest genre of porn. 100%. Yes. <laughs> I mean, in, in a way, like, it's, um, okay. Uh, in a way, it is the pornography in which, uh, as a sex worker, I have engaged the most in. Okay. Um, I've, I've done quite a bit of cam work in my time a few years ago i haven't done it in i'd say at least like a year and a half um but when i did it i made like good money on it and i had like an interesting clientele um golly (laughs) so basically what i do is i i i have a profile on um Chatterbait. And, uh, yeah, I, I'd go on there and I'd basically just, like, just hang out naked, just jerking off. And, you know. Just jerking it, you know. Just I, got a, I got a decent body. I got a real nice dick. Sure. And so, like, you know, I'd just hang out. Because a lot of people just, like, hang out clothed and wait for people to come to them and, like, build the thing and whatever. But, like... People who were just ready to fucking jerk came to me, and they were like, "This this one's already unclothed. They're ready to do some weird shit." And guess sure. what? They were right. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get weird. I mean, what are you doing, right? You only yolo yeah. once. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You gotta yolo at least once. I'd say at least once. You know, I I've yoloed at least three times at this point, and it's yeah. Been a I, good yolo, yolo. I yolo. I yolo between like. Uh, two and four times a day, definitely. Yeah. yeah. In the words of uh, of uh, Little John, get low. But in my words, get low. YOLO. <laughs> Hell yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah, with Vinnie Paul. In yeah, indeed. <laughs> indeed. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Vinnie Mudvayne. Um, okay, R- I gotta R- tell a story really quick. R- like, R- we're R- getting way sidetracked R- here about R- care. R.I.P. Uh, cocaine in um, uh, the Golden Corral restrooms. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, no. Um, um. So here's the thing that uh, I've been doing. Yeah. I've been. 
You know, I actually got nothing. I ain't been doing anything. Been doing <laughs> I've been smoking weed and playing video games. That's all I've been doing. Like what, what, I was you, like, I could. What, I'm sure what, I could, something's gonna pop into my head. It's, it's good, dog. What 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 video games you been on? What, uh, what strains of weed you been on? How about that? That's, what was that? What was the last part? What strains of weed you been on? How always indica, only indica. I don't fuck. I'm more of a hybrider now, like, or indica hybrider. Like, I'm very indica centric, but I don't know, like, it fucks me up, dog. Like, it fucks me up big. Sativas fuck me up, dude. I don't like that. I don't like the way it makes my brain feel. Like, but indicas, like, don't fuck me up. Well, that's because, Spencer, that's that's because you're, like, super manic. You're hyper manic. And so, like, you need some medicine for that. And that's what indica is. Yeah, indica like chills me out. It's good. Like I don't get like crazy, you know. That's one thing that. I, well, when I say crazy, like what what crazy you, is you mean? Me, you mean is like hyper me being manic. like just super like aggressive about like shit that Hi, doesn't matter hi, to anybody hi, but me. Hypermanic. Yes, exactly. Hi, Hypermanic. Um, that what I, what I just said. Like, yeah. So what you just said is what I do. <laughs> and so I, when I do I the indicas, I don't care anymore, and it just happens, and it's good. And that's the thing is like I um I definitely absolutely used to be a hundred percent the same way. Whereas like uh the most destructive parts of me and the parts of me that I wanted to like uh, be, be the least present were the manic parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm getting to a point in my life to where like the depressive parts are also unpleasant. Truly, yeah. and so a hybrid part is nice because you know it it mellows out the. Um, hypermanic and hyperdepressive of both of which I, you know, have symptoms of, but uh, I don't yeah. think I am a hundred percent. No. So what you got, what you can, what can you recommend that I do? What can experience? I recommend that you do or experience? That's a good question, dog. Honestly. Yeah. I'd recommend taking a long Long road trip, even it's even if it's just like one of your days, one of your days off, just like drive for eight hours somewhere. Yeah, hang out for for a few hours and head back. You know, it's it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, you can stay up that long. Whatever, if you have a friend there, maybe you know. Mm -hmm. I've been considering like you know hitting people up. In weird places, God. Honestly, I'm I'm sorry. Do you notice how awesome my face looks right now in yeah, this, this lighting? Yeah, like I look like a fucking a weird superhero. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a it's a very like cinematic shot for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should just start hitting up people I know. Maybe I, I kind of want to take a. If you ever want to do it, I kind of want to just take a like a weekend trip down to L.A. Yeah, dude, totally. Yeah. Me too. I mean, like right now sucks, you know, because of everything. But yeah, still, but, like that is something that I would really like to do. I would do that with you. That'd be great. Yeah. It'd be cool to go hang out with Scott in Bellingham. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, we should do that too. I, and I've, I've yeah, I've got friends all over. Also, like honestly, like even a place like Boise, Idaho. Like we've sure. we've got a place like fucking Devin would let us crash at his place. I think. Yeah. yeah, at least me. Maybe not you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think we're enemies. 
I I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I'm, I don't think so. I, I'm friends with the demon. I don't know about you. I mean, there are plenty of people in the Alaska like 2005 to 2007 music scene that I would consider enemies, but Devin is not one of them. Want to go to Detroit? No. No, shut up. That name shall not be spoken on this podcast. No. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. This is getting bad at guitar, a rigs cast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Riggs is bad at guitar. No. He's just, He's just short at life. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so if I was going to recommend anything, I would say... Okay, here's a fucked up thing that I've been doing because, like, I get high a lot, right? Like, I talk about that a lot. I, get, I like to, to, you know, in, in, imbibe in the marijuana, you know? I don't know what so you're So here's the thing about. I like to do, right? I like to keep um, uh, uh, cookie dough in my in my fridge. And then, like, anytime I'm, like, high as fuck, I can just throw a couple cookies whoa, whoa, in the dog, oven dog, dog, and then just up? eat some fresh cookies with some milk. D- and, do you like, make your own cookie dough? It. Wait, milk, not milk. Vegan milk. Uh, oat milk specifically. I like oat, yeah. oat milk a lot. Which, which oat milk do you do? Uh, oatly. Oatly full original fat. or oatly full fat? Oatly full fat's good. It's really good. Honestly, you got to try the new. Um, was it so so delicious? Oat yeah, full fat is fucking good. I tried the, that. I don't know. It's not my. Huh? It's not my thing. I like the oatly okay. better. And honestly, honestly, so the best oat milk though is Minor Figures. I don't know I've never seen that this. anyway. <laughs> Uh, we carry it at my work. It, okay. It's like, for some reason, like lower fiber and higher carb than like all of the other oat milks, but it's definitely the best oat milk I've had in my life. Nice. Uh, it's it's so goddamn good. Um, that sounds rad. But like making fresh cookies in the middle of the night, just to mm. make, I make like three or four cookies, right? Like, That's great. That's perfect. Yeah, and yeah, I just eat yeah. them in the middle of the night. Yeah, and it's yeah. so good. It's that's so nice. nice. Like, it's just a fine little like. Three, I'm 400 calories. Treat. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's good. Yeah. Do that to yourself. It's great. Oh, 100%. I love that. Um, That's really good. What what, what, um, what cookie dough do you use? Do you make your own? I mean, you can. I just, okay, I've been fucking buying this shit at QFC. The Capella, Capellas. It's what? The best. Capellas. No. At QFC, uh, Simple doing? Truth Organic, Uh, plant-based Chocolate chip cookie dough is two seventy nine for twelve cookies. It's well, so cheap. Good. That's pretty and cheap. It's it's really like, good. Yeah. That's really good. I would. I would. I mean, it's actually very expensive. It's like for twenty four cookies, it's uh, ten ninety nine. But Capello's vegan chocolate chip cookie dough is fucking nuts, dude. That sounds good. I'll have to try like, that. Capello's I mean, makes I got like plenty some, of money. So whatever. They, they make some of the Maybe best. Maybe I'll go to your like, work and buy some bullshit one of these days. Yeah, straight up. Come on, come on over. I mean, it might not be my work for long. We'll see. <laughs> Fuck. Namaste, right? <sighs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, I guess that's it. I think that's all we got for today. Is it? Do yeah. I have to go eat a giant salad now? Yeah. I'm gonna toss that salad, baby. Actually, I'm not. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna make a blue cheese wedge. Oh sh- shit! Yeah, fuck yeah. Let's do the that. Best. Sounds um, dope. Yeah. Who's who's the oldest man you've hated this week? 
<laughs> oh fuck! I always hate old men at work, dude. Like I know old men are the like worst. the enemy. Old of men me are the worst. worst. I mean, actually, so actually, for me, it's old women. I mean, yeah, I, no, I, so I, old I, women are great. Like they're way more chill with yeah, me no, than old men. Yeah, old yeah, men exactly. are fucking so, buttholes, so, and I hate right, them. right. When it comes to tech, I feel like old men are the worst. But when it comes to like retail old women are the worst and it's a it's a separate thing for sure yeah yeah yeah, for sure yeah they're like old women are like nice to me at work because like they're so, like oh yeah. i have no idea exactly and i'm like oh it's just this and they're like oh wow and then but yeah. the old men are like i have no idea and that makes me yeah. angry i'm like oh it's just this and they're like no fuck you you're wrong and i'm like mm. no i'm not fuck you <laughs> like, no, yeah exactly and for me it's the exact opposite it's like old men come to me like I'm unhealthy. What will help? And I'm like, well, okay, so let's let's start. And old women are just like, you don't have Sandra root uh, vitamin extract. Why? And I'm like, bitch, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't do it. <laughs> I buy milk. Uh, I don't. I buy milk and vegan meat. Come on, just fuck off. Like, <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. People do yeah, that shit old, to me at work. Diff- too. Different like, I have all of these problems. I'm like, okay, I can help you with none of those. And that's like, the thing. It's like, I don't di- know diff- what you want from me. Di- I just fix the broken stuff, and none of your shit's broken. So get out of my face. Right. And so, like, I feel like old people are all kind of problematic in a way, right? But all of them have different problems. This is I mean, true. And and the only old people that aren't problematic, honestly are the really nice ones who have a lot of people surrounding them who love them and will help them out. That's a really good point, actually. (laughs) And the the more lonely you get as you get older, the more intolerable you get to everyone who's younger than you. Wow, yeah, that's too real, dude. Uh, No, straight up, because, like, I mean, and I'm using a very specific example of this. Um, My brother, um, his late fiancé, had a grandmother who is called grams and literally anyone who's ever met this lady would do fucking anything for this bitch like she's like the the type of old person who's like i mean almost like a just a fucking like a a female version of mr rogers she's like oh how are you doing honey and she's just so fucking warm and nice and she does everything to help everybody and she's so like active and yes like she texts every she texted me and i'm like bitch i don't even know you but i love you what's up awesome no straight up like um and that's some good shit you know there's definitely such thing as aging with grace and that's something that i'm worried about because i i haven't really like you know, built a family or any real, I mean, a lot of lasting connections, I guess, like you and me are going to be stuck with each other for a long time. Unfortunately. And, and, and yes, back too. No, like we're a trifecta of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's probably going to get married to some doctor and like stop yeah. talking to us. And we we'll be like, fuck you, brother. And yeah. It's just no, no, you and, you and I, I think are in a very similar life trajectory. <laughs> For better or worse, mostly worse. Honestly, I don't know if that just like made me or you sadder. I'm not. (laughs) Anyways, if you'd like to follow me on the internet, you can follow me at uh, at New Metal Karate Society 
I post you, memes on Instagram. Whatever. Yeah, and you also do some Twitter stuff. Uh, we we do some Twitter stuff at at a bucket cast. There it uh, is. And also, you can follow us on um, fucking Instagram, Instagram at a bucket cast or uh, bucket we're cast. at bucket cast on Instagram. Bucket cast, whatever. Just look a bucket cast. It'll it'll come up. I'm at the queer goth on a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. My cat is at. Uh, won't shut the fuck up on everything. I love that your cat's in the shot, though. That's great. It's good. To My see cat you. won't shut the fuck up. Come here, cat. I love you. See, I love. I love how you won't. I love how you just yell at me to just like touch you. This has been Brit, <laughs> and this has been Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head, a bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucketheads. Namaste. This has been Brit. <laughs> this has been Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head Bucketcast. Stay greasy, bucketheads. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs>